Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the Tuna Room for this evening's Arsenal versus Newcastle United preview show. Uh, with myself, Paul, we have Alex Statoman, and of course, Billy Bob with us uh, to uh, have a look at possible lineups, injuries, tactics, score predictions, of course, at the end of the game. Um, Sorry, at the end of the show, not the game. Uh, pointless doing score predictions at the end of the game because we'll already know the scores. So I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. Anyway, uh, as usual, guys, you do enjoy tonight's show, give it the thumbs up. And of course, if you're new and like what you see, uh, why not subscribe and become a part of this brilliant community here on the Tune Review? It is free to subscribe, but don't forget to hit that notification bell, which will let you know when we schedule in our live shows or we uh, upload any recorded ones. Uh, of course, you can become a member of the Tune Review if you do so wish by hitting the join button underneath the three of us. And you can donate to the show as usual with that dollar sign underneath the live comments. And that will obviously get your comments guaranteed to be read out on the show as well. Uh, good evening, gentlemen. Good evening. How are we feeling now? We're ahead, you know, a couple of days out from the game. Uh, are we feeling confident? Not really. Thanks, Billy. <laughs> Happy that they lost last night. Funny, yeah, yeah happy, but in a way that might not do us any favors, guys. Uh, at the weekend, of course, because obviously the loss last night they'll be hurting from that and they'll want to put things right at the Emirates. Uh, of course, it is a crazy kickoff time of 8 pm. Uh, again, no regard for the traveling support at all. Uh, it's all about TV, it's all about money, and it's all about everything else bar the fans. Uh, but it is what it is. We have to go into it and uh, enjoy the night away. I'm sure the visiting fans will. Uh, hopefully, they'll enjoy the 45 minutes of football as well. Uh, now, don't forget, tomorrow morning at 11 o'clock, I will be live with Eddie Howe's press conference reaction. Uh, see what the manager had to say. Um, I'm intrigued, actually, to see uh, if there's any news on uh, certain players coming back. Because it, it would be nice, Billy, if we saw Willa Isak back on the bench or it, playing some sort of part in the game. 100%, yeah. I mean, obviously, we're playing without a number nine. It's, it's not easy. It's, it's And going to the Emirates, it's, it's, it's going to be hard enough without playing without a striker. Mm. And then you've got Joe Willock as well, as well to bring energy to the midfield, which is the one thing we lack, especially on the left-hand side of the midfield. Um, yeah, if we can get him on the pitch for some kind of run out at some stage, it'll be a massive plus for us. Uh, whether it does anything to the result of the game, uh, time will tell. Yeah, but. yeah absolutely. Uh, now, Alex, obviously, if Isak is fit, uh, does Eddie throw him straight into the starting lineup because we have no striker? Or does he play it safe and maybe start him from the bench? Uh, I think it's one of those where it's either going to be he starts with the intention of him only playing a half or 50 odd minutes, mm -hmm. uh, or you get the reverse and he comes on with the final 20, 30 minutes of the game just to get some minutes in his legs. Mm -hmm. um, or? It's a difficult call, isn't it? It's a, it's a difficult well, call because, you know, if he plays him and he gets injured, he's going to get pelters. If he doesn't play him and we lack something up front, he's still going to get pelters. I mean, so it very much depends on how he's done in training, what the physios and doctors say, what condition oh. he's in, and then also how close to match fitness he is. He might not be overly... You know, because he only picked that knock-up very recently. So it's not like he's going to be... He wasn't out for three months. So the sharpness won't have tanked completely. There's definitely... There'll be something there. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Out of anybody... Out of any of the returning players, he's the most likely to get a start, I would imagine. 
Uh, although I think Anderson's being kept very close to yeah, he's uh, card wise because he's, he's, he's around all the time fight. in training and he's, yeah, he's yeah. constantly around. But mm. it's hard. Hopefully, we get a mention of him in the press conference. We need. Hopefully, that we ask some good questions. Um, well, it's all about the questions, isn't it? Really, so I'd like to think that you know, we ask him some really good questions that he's not nastily, but just good questions that he's got to give answers to rather than we'll see or yes or no. Um, just some good, thorough answers from Eddie as well, just to give us a bit of a you know, he doesn't have to, but give a bit, bit, a bit back to the fans to let us know what might be going on. Uh, but we've also got the Arsenal side of things, Billy, and the Arsenal fans. I've seen quite a few uh, tweets going out today from Arsenal fans saying that, uh, you know, they owe Swan and Dirty Geordie cheats and all of this. They just have not let that game at St. James's Park go. Um, so, uh, you know, how funny would it be if we won the game by an odd goal again with a controversial incident? Well, it'd be hilarious, wouldn't it? Um, they'll be up for this one. I think the manager felt kind of done as well. It wasn't just up to fans, the manager players they'll have some kind of vengeance in mind i imagine that might work to their advantage but then again it might not they might be just over the top and they might get a red card here or there who knows it's, it's just how they react to how they play the game mm. but they'll have vengeance in their mind and as i say it can go one of two ways can't it uh yes uh daniel says i uh, just want to say thank you for the stream last night hats off to start off with the research he does on the show uh indeed uh it was thank a very you. good show we've had a lot of good feedback on it so thank you very much um, um, I do have one quick thing, by the way, as well. When we when we yeah. end up finishing close to around eight o'clock, Roma are playing Feyenoord, um, so a chance to possibly see Jankuba Minte tonight for people mm-hmm. in the Europa League. Um, however, he's not in the starting lineup, so you'd have to wait. It, it is one-one. It is finally in the balance, so you might see him come on later on for Feyenoord, possibly depending on what happens in that game. Uh, Spencer, you seem to be a little bit of a uh, you know, idiot uh, in the chat. Um, uh, get battered everywhere we go. Well, that's not really true, is it? Is it, Spencer? Is it? And if you're an Arsenal fan, well, spice. Uh, but, uh, you know, what kind of person are you to come on an opposition fan channel and just spout a load of crap? You know, we welcome opposition fans, and there's a few of them on here who have very sensible conversations, even Sunderland fans. But you have to come on and act like a two-year-old child. Well, so be it, matey. What a Pleb. We've actually had more down-to-earth Sunderland fans in the chat than we've had Arsenal fans, oh. which really shows you guys up in a bad light if there's Arsenal fans watching. Like, if there's any of you there are, are reasonable people, have a nice football conversation. We'll chat about it. It's not a problem, you know. Uh, Chappers wants to know if your touch microphone is expensive, Alex. Well, he doesn't know because I sent him it. So. It's Paul's. Paul sent um, it to me, so... Um, it's 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 the same one I always use. I've just raised it slightly so everybody can see it now. It's nothing's yeah. changed. It's it's an RGB, which is why his colours keep changing. It's an RGB microphone. That's what the colours are. It's got it's part of the microphone build. Um, now, the one thing, Alex, I think is very important for Saturday night's game is our discipline, uh, because I have a feeling that Arsenal will try and wind us up. They'll try and get at us in in various different ways. Um, probably most of it all through the way they play the game. They'll come at us. We know they will. Um, but we've got to stay disciplined, haven't we? And and when I say disciplined, I mean both in getting involved in spicy stuff or on the, you know, with concentration levels as well. We, we have to keep that discipline because we haven't seen that for quite a while now. Uh, 
I mean, I'm going to disagree off the bat. I, I want spice. I, do, I don't care about discipline. If they want handbags, they get handbags. We're not giving them an inch. Yeah, but we can't, um, Alex, in our situation, we can't afford suspensions, mate. That's the one, that's the one thing. I, I, think, I, I agree. Think Bruno, Bruno with a suspension is going to happen. I think whether, whether, he, whether it's for handbags or whether it's just a tackle, it's coming. I think we've been quite fortunate he's gone this long without that final yellow that's going to do him the two two match suspension um i i don't mind about discipline i i don't think we can we concede any ground to them we have to make sure we're strong if they start surrounding players and being aggressive and doing dark arty things we need to be right up there we, we're not we're not pushovers we need to make sure we match that the second bit i completely agree with though focusing 100 percent. everybody needs to step up when they need to step up Everybody needs to be in the right positions. You need to cover each other. You need to identify where the space is. Everybody needs to be switch up, switched on until the final whistle. So that I agree with. But I just mean in terms of general shenanigans and and, and macho-ness, no. We need Fabian Cher. We need... Oh, we know, need Bottom. to stand up to them. That's, people that's getting what, yeah, in their faces. Yeah, yeah. If, they're, if they're trying to, you know, you know, hold the ball and... and, and delay things or just do anything like that. We just need to make sure we're, we, we match that. We, you know, we're, we're not going to, we can't be pushovers. We can't let them start dictating the game. You know, 22 fouls against Porto last night. They were dirty. Um, you know, when, when they're playing well, they play lovely football. Arsenal do, but when it starts to go a bit wrong, they do remind me of the old fashioned man United. They throw their toys out the pram a little bit. It gets a bit nasty. Yeah. So we've got to make sure we match that. We don't let them push us around. Um, Yeah, but focusing is very important. I agree. Uh, Derek says, uh, Burn versus Saka, we've taken 10 points from 15. Yeah. You should uh, really put Burn stroke, Joe Linton stroke, Willow. Yeah. With he's, hope, had, he's had with help. Linton, with, you know. He's had help, Derek. And I think, you know, looking at back in history at Burn's performance is fine. But the way he's playing at the minute, the way things have gone at the minute, it's a different kettle of fish this time around. He won't have Joe Linton there for a backup. He won't have Willock. It's a very different story this time. Very different. Uh, Daniel says, uh, hope we see the good side we know from Botman on Saturday. Well, again, I think, Billy, we're put in the same situation, aren't we? I mean, if, if he starts Dan Burn and he goes for at the back, then we're risking exactly the same happening over and over again. Because I think you mentioned this uh, over the last couple of Matchday Live shows on the commentary, that it, it goes a little bit. Botman loses his head a little bit. And I don't think Botman's been right 100% since his injury, but also covering for Burn, it, it's it's in his head. And that it's playing a big part in his game at the minute. I don't think it's just Burn. I think the Brav could contribute as well. Yeah, um, yeah. But I personally would go forward the back on, on, on Saturday, but I wouldn't have Dan Burn in it. I'd have I'd have um, Livermento left back. Um, they don't really play with a straight up forward, centre forward, do they? Whether it's even Jesus isn't really. Uh, you know, he, he comes from deep, he'll go all over the place. So I'm not sure actually playing five at the back will benefit us, if I'm perfectly honest. Um, I think it's the midfield where we've got to be combative. What we do in that midfield is <laughs> it's, it's, we've got to find someone from somewhere, but I'm not sure what we do. It's it's, it's a hard selection. I don't think playing five at the back is going to benefit us. I mean, I, 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 I worry about the midfield, I have to say, for Saturday night. I think if he goes the 4 3 3. I think Bruno, you know, I'm not worried about Bruno, obviously, but Longstaff and Miley here, we've we've had various conversations about. I think that's that's the biggest worry for me. Um, I don't think we can compete with Arsenal's midfield at the moment, Alex. Certainly the way the form they're in at the minute, if you look at the way their midfield has played the last few games, they are dominant. 
Yeah, not not with the personnel we've got available, and that's through no fault of our own. It's just injuries and suspensions. It, yeah, Miley will get there. He's not ready yet to to kind of. Well, although he he does keep surprising us, but in terms of the physicality and experience, um, it, it's a lot to ask of him. When you, you know Havertz, Rice, and Odegaard are all very good off the ball. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of control. There's a lot of physicality there. Um, it, it is a lot to ask of um, of Miley. And, and it's a massive challenge physically for Longstaff as well. You know, we, we'll, we'll pocket, we, you know, we'll, we'll put the technicality to the side. It's just about physicality and energy. Mm. Long, even Longstaff's going to be challenged in that regard because um, they've got some of the best players in the league at doing that kind of stuff. So, yeah, I, I agree. I think we could do with um, uh, maybe a shape change. Um, I mean, I'll show you what I've got in mind when, when we look at the um, the team lineups, but there's definitely a couple of things you can do. Um, we either basically just concede the midfield and play on the counter and we play a back five, um, or we just try and alter the shape and tinker with a little bit. Um, or how might do something completely different, which he, he's a lot cleverer than we are. So we'll wait and see. Well, I mean, you never know, but uh, I mean... The thing is, when we go up against Arsenal, and, and we know in the past it's been, you know, very, very, it has been very physical, actually. You know, uh, we, we, we've we battled and we, we've done all right in certain games. But, you know, talking about Bruno, Billy, I mean, I, I'm not sure. Is Bruno, if Bruno picks up a yellow card, does he miss the FA Cup game? I, I'm not sure. I think, so. well, I I think it's so just now. Premier League games these Premier days, League isn't it? Premier League games only. Yeah. So he'd still be available for Blackburn. It's just because Andy said there, uh, it's ideal if Bruno gets booked and he misses Blackburn, but he won't. I didn't think he did. Um, I think, you know, I think we inevitably have to deal with the fact that Bruno is going to get suspended at some point. Uh, I saw a comment earlier on Billy saying, is he playing further forward? So Eddie's trying not to get him booked. I don't think that's the case. I'm not sure. I think there is a bit of potential in that. I think, yeah, right. he's the field. He's not jumping himself into... Mm-hmm. Or get trying to get back to make these tackles that he's not going to make properly. So there is, I think there is a little bit of in that, but also, you know, you do gain a lot of creativity with Bruno further up the point. So, yeah, I, th- I think it's mm-hmm. both things actually. Okay, uh, John Adams, thank you very much for your super chat over there in uh, New Zealand. Uh, he says it won't happen, but for me, Hall at left back, Tino at right back, and Trips as a number six with Bruno and Miley in midfield. Uh, it wouldn't be expected by Arsenal either. I mean, potentially, it's it's not a bad shout, Alex, is it? Because, I mean, we've spoke about, you know, various people thinking Cher should be number six, but we've sort of poo-pooed that. I don't think Eddie Howe would ever do that. But Trippy is a different one because we've seen him come into that role a few times during the game, haven't we? But I don't think, like I say, he says Hall at left back. I don't think that's going to be, that's going to happen at all. No, I mean, when you look at the kind of comparisons with Trent as well at Liverpool, they don't. They won't put him in midfield. It, it's just not the done thing. It's it's you can invert, you can join the midfield, um, and especially the way a lot of our attacking patterns of play are, are built around what Trippier does and his movement on the wings. It, it's not going to happen because Ooh. there's so much that's been practiced um, in terms of Trippier being in that right wing position when he's on the overlap or pre before he gets to the overlap. Um, if you just didn't, if you put, you lose all of that, all of it. Um, and, and it's something that is a massive part of our game and has been for quite a long time now since we've had Trippier. So I don't think we're just going to, you know, we won't just move it. Um, Billy, where, if, if we are to cause Arsenal some problems, where is it going to be? 
because you know I, I'm looking at Saturday and I'm thinking right you know the, the way we've been playing recently you know we, we've got away with it to a certain degree um, we haven't been at all cylinders and even Eddie said that you know that he's not stupid he's seen that we're not playing um, but you know what can we do to surprise Arsenal on Saturday? I think it's I think it's the pace we've got on the break. I think if if we can get Gordon running through the channels, Bruno playing the balls through to him on the mm. counter attack, I think that's going to be our major ploy, and I think that's going to be the way we can get out. We're not the quickest at the back. I don't think Gabriel's that quick. I think if we play on him, I think we can get something. Um, I don't think the fullbacks are that good either. So if Barnes can get in on on, on against Ben White, I think there's chance for, for something there. Mm. But we've got we've got a kind of the midfield is the problem for me. We've got to try and get some sort of stability in there. I think that's why I'd play five in the midfield. Actually, I'd make the, I'd yeah. make Barnes and Murphy drop. So with the three, it is a, it is a big worry for me the midfield. I, I've got to be honest, and I think that's only natural. I think that you know the way we've seen our midfield and what what worried me was you know you, you, you're taking a, a step up in class in opposition this time. You know, look what Man City did was that gap between the midfield and and the, and the back four. You know that that was a huge worry, and uh, Man City exploited that, and and Arsenal can do the same. Uh, Mike says, uh, do you lads think we should play a 5-4-1? I mean, it's either what Billy's just said, which is what we're going to look at in the graphics, or that. Yeah, those are the two options in my mind. Okay. So we'll have a look at it on paper. But 100%, I don't think there's really any other option. <coughs> and and whether the hell wants to or not, the what Billy said, uh, Barnes and Murphy or Barnes and Miggy, whoever plays... Whether it's meant to be a four-three-three, it's not going oh. to be because they're going to have to drop back anyway. So it's going to end yeah. up being a, a four-five-one most of the time if that's the shape we choose. Yeah, uh, Chappers, thank you very much for your super chat. Uh, no comment there, but thank you very much, mate. That's very kind. Uh, what were you going to say there, Billy? I just, as I say, well, three centre backs against someone coming from deep doesn't really make any sense to me. What I say, I will say. So I'd, I'd have to fight back the midfield rather than pack the defence. Uh, Paul Tully says, uh, even if Miggy stays on, bring Tino right wing and push Miggy inside at least to help number up that midfield. Um, Jackie says, what about having Tino on Martinelli uh, and Trippier on Saka? Um, you look, want to play it, it, be a left back. Well, it depends, it depends what Saka turns up, guys. Let's be honest because you know, Saka does tend to have tendencies to you know, disappear out of games and completely disappear, by the way, not just sort of come in for a 10-minute spell. But I'm not sure whether that's the same at the Emirates, but I know that Arsenal fans have said that in the past um, about, is he, is he, I mean, is he all that? Saka, I mean, on his day, yes. But yes, yes, he is. He so is he very, very, very good. League, hasn't he? He's been really yeah, good but we don't see it. All, we don't see it all the time, and that's my point. I know he is all that. We I see it most of the time. He's yeah. just had a dip. Yeah, let's just hope he has a dip on Saturday, which you know will help us. Um, uh, Odegaard is a, is a scary player. Well, Odegaard is different class for me. I mean, I, I love the guy. Um, you know when he was? Can you? I don't know whether you guys will remember back in like Football Manager a few years ago. Uh, when he was coming through as a kid at 16, he was sensationally rated on like football manager and things like that. And it was it was a question of is he one of these players that is gonna you know match this incredible potential? Uh, and I think Arsenal have got an absolute worldie in that in Odegaard. Hundred percent, yeah, he's a fantastic player and a really good captain as well. You know, he's mm. 
is the difference between what we see now from Arsenal in the past two two years or so, what we saw before we came. You know, they were quite flat through the middle of the park with Jackers and people like that. No real creativity there, but this yeah. lad's got it all. I, I think he's a great player. I really do. Yeah, yeah he's, he's had the development time. You know, he, yes, he has. Madrid bought him at 16 and he's he's done the hard miles. He, he went out on loan in different places. He, yeah, he did. He played he in Madrid. Did. He played for Real Sociedad. Um, he's played everywhere and he's, he's you know, well, wasn't he only on? Uh, wasn't yeah. he only launched to Arsenal the first? And then he originally, yeah, yeah, originally was, yeah. Uh, Liam says, uh, "Would you rather accept a draw or defeat with Arsenal to play better against Blackburn?" I, I want to win every game. Why, why, why should we accept? You know, just accepting the result just to get a better one in the next game. I mean, look, yes, of course, we want a good FA Cup run, and we're in a very, very good position if we beat Blackburn. Uh, you know, hopefully that opens out and we get some favourable draws. Chappers, thank you for another super chat. Very kind. But at the same time, why would we not want to go to Arsenal and get something? Listen, if we come away from it from with a draw, get something from the game. Don't lose the game. Get something from it. And that grows confidence. I don't know what you guys think, but that's my opinion on it. I think if we beat Arsenal, I think we'll definitely beat Blackburn. I think the confidence will be through the roof if we get a result down there. You know, a positive result. 100%. Alex, don't think it guarantees anything. I, I love the confidence aspect of it, yeah, but I think there there might be quite a lot of changes against Blackburn as well. You've got a lot of returning players. I think there'll be a lot of changes. Um, some, you know, he might even change the keeper. Possibly, probably stay with Dubravka, but you might even see a keeper change. Bruno will probably play because the suspension just won't matter if he does get the suspension. Um, and then you might see some sort of Andersons, Willocks, Isaks, and a, a couple of others float and get some minutes, maybe even Hall. Tino probably ends up starting that. So you're going to see a massively changed lineup at Blackburn. Um, so you just, yeah, I think we should just throw the kitchen sink at this one. Yeah. Uh, Martins is talking about uh, press conferences. How long till football content creators are invited to them? Well, I, you know what? I, I, I think in general, I think. Uh, it, <laughs> The, the football content creators now, um, you know, anybody's, anybody and everybody's trying to jump on the bandwagon with with doing it. And, and fair enough, if you want to do it, do it. Um, but I think the, the, the majority of the sort of bigger channels, maybe, um, I'm not sure that we would ever get invited because I, I don't think Newcastle like the way we're totally honest about things. Um, you know, I, I, I just, it, it grinds on me a little bit, but, um, but people know that. It's not that. I think it's with content creators, with all clubs, is they just talk about everything. Whereas journalists, are, um, you know, they're a little bit more respectful in, they just say possibilities. Yeah, but and... that's a little, yeah, seeing it a little bit more respectful, Alex, is a bit sort of downgrading us, to be honest, because we'd be respectful. We know mm. the questions that we want to ask, and it's not like we're going to go in there and say, say ridiculous things. You know, we're, we're sensible people at the end of the day, and we'd ask the sensible questions, and we'd ask the questions that, you know, a lot of football fans would want to hear. Things are changing nowadays. Uh, there, there was a big stigma around needing to be university educated and needing to have degrees yep. and things. Whereas nowadays, you know, people can speak multiple languages without going to university. People can Ooh. do a lot of skills and have a lot of knowledge in things without having gone and studied it um, and gone to lectures and things and had a piece of paper. You can learn these competencies without education. So, you know, we've been talking about this for a few years well, I, now. I, I, did a lot of, I did a lot of journalism stuff, you know, early doors, um, you know, uh, at college and things like that. Um, but 
you know, I think you learn, certainly what I've found is through, you go through life and you learn a lot more things than you did when you were a kid. Um, and I think you, you can you can get qualifications yourself these days. You can get the experience. I think experience, for me, over overpowers qualifications any day of the week. Let's say you go out there, you get your, your experience and you, you work hard with that. A um, couple more super chats in. Uh, Kieran, thank you very much. Uh, I think playing a 4-3-2-1 uh, and counter-attack at the right time. And Keith Truscott, thank you for your super chat. This is Arsenal uh, are going to be on fire, uh, especially after losing it in Portugal like you, Paul. I'm concerned about the midfield. They're going to target Bruno to get him booked. going to be a stressful game for us. Um, yeah, I mean... <laughs> I'm not very excited about the game. I'm not excited in the way that I normally am about Newcastle games, to be honest. I'm, I'm worried about this game. And I think rightly so, because we haven't been... We haven't looked good um, in, in, in recent games. And, you know, let's be honest. If, if, we, if we play like we've played in the last couple of games at the Emirates, we will lose and lose heavily, which is why we've got to make a big improvement. And I think we need... Uh, a possible formation change because I think if he goes with the same four-three-three system that he's been sticking to consistently, I don't think we stand a chance. I think we need to change something to maybe surprise Arsenal as well, uh, but just have that little bit of a change. Uh, Alex, uh, you got your graphic ready, my friend? Uh, I've got a couple of bits. Yeah, so bring it up real quick. So this is Arsenal against Porto. Uh, very much doing the whole modern style of we're going to play four centre halves as our as our back four with White and Kivior as the full backs and Gabriel and Saliba, uh, Havertz, Rice, and Odegaard in the midfield. Sacco Martinelli with Trossard kind of as I mean he's not a nine easy, um, and then their bench. I mean Jorginho came on from the bench, and they did have sort of Enketia. Uh, Reese Nelson, Fabio Vieira, El Nani that they could have called upon. So, yeah, they I, do have I, some I injuries. Think, I don't think uh, I mean, those are injuries. Jesus, yeah, he, but Jesus was only a few days, so I'm not sure whether he's going to miss the game or not. He um, might be available, possibly. Yeah, but they're going to go with the striker. Uh, I very, very, very much doubt that Trossard starts up front against us. Yeah, it might be in Ketia. It could be, could be Jesus. It, it just depends. Uh, but I think I think most of it will be similar because um, Zinchenko's still out. Uh, I don't know if they tinker with this back four. Maybe I mean we could do with we could do with some pace. So Gordon maybe might have some luck on on the counter. Of course, Saliba's quite hard to get round. He was exceptional the last time we played. He was a brilliant, brilliant, brilliant player. So Saliba's an issue. Um, I, I don't think we'll have too much of an issue getting past the fullbacks. It's it's when you drive centrally, especially if Gordon tries to cut inside. Saliba's difficult and if Miggy tries to cut inside he's got Gabriel it, it's tricky we're, we're going to be relying on overlaps a lot of the time so the trip your overlap is, is going to be where the, the actual you know the box entries come from and the crosses and things like that mm -hmm. um, so that'll be that'll be really really critical in terms of how we line up then there you go there's the board um, so I mean we'll, we'll put up I mean what do we want to go for first we'll, we'll go crazy let's go, let's go for the crazy one first shall we uh, where is Mr. Livermento? There he is. So uh, that is a five. <coughs> what would we do? A five. I'm with 12 men. Oh, that's a good idea. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking who to take off. Who who do I take off? Maybe Miggy. We might need that, Billy. 
So what what we're going to end up something like? Would we keep three? How, how would we do this? How do people think we'd go for five if we are going to go with five? I mean, it might make it a five-four-one, mightn't he? he? Might take long stuff out or Miley out and play five-four-one with Amon Gordon tucking in on the on the wings and whoever well, Miley is the widest of the four and have something mm. like that. I mean, yeah. I, I hate I hate that so much. <laughs> Well, no, I, take, I, if, if you take Miley out and put Gordon there, then he's like up front or Barnes where Miley was and Gordon up front, then you've got that. Yeah, I, I don't like that at all. No, I don't. I'll be honest with you, I don't. I don't think there's enough in midfield. I don't, I don't think you get enough for Man 1 or Gordon. And in fact, we'd probably be weaker in midfield. I think you've got to have five in there. I really do. I mean, personally, uh, I I would want to see... Well, I'm just going to keep burning the starting lineup because I think it's a given. I, I would like to see a change, but I don't think it's going to happen. So uh, I wouldn't mind if we did something like let's drag Murphy into this equation as well. Yeah, that's what uh, I would pick. That's exactly I'd, what like, I'd, pick I'd like to see something like that. Personally, exactly. I think that would give us the best chance. That's the shape I'd play with. Exactly the shape I'd play you with. Think he's, do you honestly I'll... think in your heart of hearts that he's going to drop Miggy? I think he needs to. Well, and even if he's like isn't playing, he could put Gordon there, Barnes on the left hand side. But the, the, the one I'd definitely be changing is Burn Philip Mensa, hundred percent. I think I think it's the fact that Murphy will, will do whatever you ask him to. Yeah, and he's he's a little bit more versatile. He's played in wing back, right back. Um, I think if you say right today, your job is counter or make sure that this hole is covered, mm-hmm. if 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 necessary. And he's done that before. I think it makes more sense to use Murphy. I, he's probably not going to be fully match fit. You might have to hook him for Miggy eventually, but you know. And then, and then this this brings up the the possibility of you of you being able to drop into different shapes. Um, and on the counter attack, if the ball ends up going long to Gordon over here, you know you, you're gonna you're gonna snap to it like that, and you're gonna move up the pitch, uh, and you just you just move wherever the ball is going and build your counter from there. I don't think we're gonna be able to control the game enough to start moving everyone up crazy crazy high and start doing big switches and stuff. But it's just a case of wherever the counter starts, you know, everybody sort of push, pushes up like that. And maybe Gordon tries a back post run. He's done a couple of those. Um, and we just play play on the counter attack and try and be compact and focused. Uh, hopefully Isak. And this, this is this if Isak plays. If Isak's not available to start, then it's going to be uh, wherever Barnes has gone. It might be that. Yep. That's the alternative, potentially. Uh, and then, obviously, everybody's alternative is Livermento over Burn. It is that? That's what I'd be selecting if he's like isn't fit <coughs> with that with that system as well. And then you've potentially got some something returning from the bench. You could bring maybe a returning Willock and Isak on in the second half for half an hour. Yeah. Um, so you might have a little bit in the way of options from the bench. You'd imagine you've got maybe. I think if we go five in midfield, though, guys, we've got an option. Surely we've got an option with Lewis Hall in the second half. Essentially. He he could definitely play in this sort of game and shape somewhere like that. He could play where Miley plays, for one. He could play play where Barnes. Yeah, he could play Barnes. That that certainly gives us more options. I I think if we go with that formation, um, the only worry I've got is is that, you know, like Billy's mentioned, um, I, I think Dan Byrne gets battered on Saturday if he plays and I I, I worry about that position a lot um, whether he's got the ruthlessness to drop Miggy I'm not so sure he does 
Oh, I think um, the most likely is probably going to end up being this. I think I think if he plays Miggy, I think serious questions have to be asked. Serious, serious questions because he is he is so out of touch with form and everything else that goes with it at the minute. I think you're right what you said about Murphy. I think if you give Murphy a job to do and go and tell him what his job is, I, he will stick to that role perfectly. I think Mickey's too much of a headless chicken. I think against Kiwi, Murphy's got the option of going around the outside of him where Almond hasn't. Yeah. Almond's cutting inside to Gabriel is just going to lose the ball. But I think with, with, with Murphy, at least, he's got the option of going on the outside. Um, and he also helps defensively. And he creates stuff from deep as well. We've seen the passes he's made in beyond the defence on two or three occasions. So, you know, for me, he starts, Murphy. But like you say, and like Alex says, <laughs> I think Mickey also probably will start. And I think Bern will probably start as well. I mean, what, I think this you... is the most likely lineup, in my opinion. Oh, I agree. I, I would, I would make a couple of changes to this, but I think this is what starts, unless he throws a spanner in the works and he starts Isak. Uh, I'm I'd... sorry if if Almiron and Burn are starting when you know we we as fans have got to start asking serious questions about what is going on in Eddie's head as to certainly with Almiron at the moment because he's offering absolutely nothing, literally nothing. Dan Byrne against Saka is something I'd really worry about. Livermento, for me, is a better option against Saka than Dan Byrne is. And it's like you see, Alex, there's certain games that Dan Byrne can, can do a job in. I don't think this is it on Saturday at the Emirates. But the Almiron one for me, uh, I'd far rather have Murphy because I trust Murphy more. You know, devil's, think... a, devil's advocate, Miggy gives us a lot off the ball and he got into good areas in the previous game. He just didn't pass. Alex has so... got into good areas for six years. He's been at the club. He's done bugger all, mate. So, you know, we can say that for the last six years. Yeah, but I... that I'm just, I'm playing devil's advocate. Yeah, yeah, what I know, is Eddie Howe going to be thinking? He might be thinking, right, he got into those good areas. They might try and work on that this week and, and that might have been a discussion. Therefore, he starts because he's going to, you know, trust them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, but the thing is, for me, he, he trusts them. How how can he trust them? That's the thing for me. They haven't done it for him. And, and trust is a big word to use, certainly when you're talking about Miggy. But no, I, I mean, Northy's just hit that on the head. Miggy starting but over Murphy isn't the crux of it. That's I don't think that's the issue. I think the issue is making sure that we don't get burn isolated because we never used to, but we need to just cover that. Whether, whether Miggy starts or not, he doesn't lose us the game, really. It's it's these transitions and burn getting isolated um, that lose us. So that I think that is the bigger thing to focus on over over Miggy. I agree with you, hundred percent. I would start Murphy in this game, but it's not the death of everything. It's you know, it's the defensive thing. So you know, if we can go there, if we go there and don't concede, we get at least a point away at the Emirates. So you you get points for having the better defense. So we need to be really we need to sort out the defense. Mm -hmm. um, if if something clicks, I mean I, I wouldn't be expecting more goals from, you know you don't expect your goals from Murphy or Miggy. At least in my head, I don't put them in predictions very often. I don't see my goals coming from the right side anyway. I'm seeing my goals coming from sort of the left side or centrally. Your Gordons, Barnes, Isaks, Wilsons. It's all going to come from over here or centrally. I just kind of discount that right. It's used as build-up. Miggy is used as a tool to get Trippier involved in the game for chance creation. That's what he is in my head. Um, last year, we had a bit, a bit of... That was a luxury in that he, everything he just touched went in the back of the net. But he he is a tool for off-the-ball work and getting Trippier further up the pitch, in my, in my opinion. 
Well, the thing is, it, 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 the thing is with Dan Byrne as well, Billy, we've got to worry about the effect on Botman. I agree. Yeah, I, I think Botman's concentrating on doing two jobs at once doesn't help him. Of course, he doesn't. Mm-hmm. Um, so with with Livermento in there, he needs less babysitting, less Molly Codling. He's a right back that can play left back. He's he's, he's quite good on his left foot. Um, so to me, he's a better option than Trippy out there. And he's defensively more solid than Dan Byrne on the flanks. There's no doubt about mm-hmm. it. And the officers a little bit more going forward as well. If we do get forward. Uh, well, Vincent says that uh, I reckon he won't rush Isak back. So Gordon up front with Barnes and Murphy. Um, well, well it, all that. All that. I mean, if you're sticking with a 4-3-3, then yeah. He's not even noticed yet, guys. Uh, who? Are you kidding me? <laughs> it took you ages to notice that. Yeah, because I'm looking at all sorts of different screens, Alex. I'm not just focused on one. Uh, Channel right, thank you very much for your super chat. Uh, it can't babysit burn is the comment there. Um, well, I mean, we could bring Matt Ritchie on in the last minute to smash in a winning goal. Can you imagine that? And he goes and uh, whacks the Arsenal corner flag out the ground. And that would be quite someone humorous. Someone in, into the Arteta's balls or something. That'd be hilarious. Well, Christ believe you'd have to kick your corner flag a long way for that to happen. <laughs> but then again, Arteta doesn't exactly stay in his uh, in his no, he area, does he? So, yeah. um, Claire reckons that Lewis Hall is currently helping Ash within his garden. Wouldn't be surprised. Uh, Looney says, I think Hall uh, has went wherever Barnes was, the space between galaxies. Yeah, who is Lewis Hall? Well, at least we've seen Lewis Hall. You know, he's been on the bench. He's been, he's there. We can see him. Uh, Jam Stasher says that I believe the last start Livermento had was on New Year's Day. Uh, I don't even know how that is possible. It's it really just all the way back New Year's Day. Somebody just asked for a 4 4 2, and it's, it's oh no, 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 4 4 2 will get destroyed. Well, we've only got one, we've only got, we haven't got any strikers in that, in that lineup, so I'm going to find two. <laughs> uh, I mean, well. I'm I'm reading what he what have you even put in that? That is madness. Oh, he's dropping Trippier. Uh, oh, oh no, he's not. No, he's no, he's not. No, he's not. He wants this. Oh right, I see. Now yeah, that becomes more apparent now. I think he wants that or something like that. I think that's what was just asked. I mean, it's not awful, but it's never going to happen. And I, no. it's also you're playing two people up front that aren't strikers. I know Gordon has bits of a striker in him, but it is just bits. And Barnes is definitely not like that. That is, I feel dirty just putting that on the board. <laughs> I feel dirty. Uh, well, you know, look, the, the, this for, for me, um, Barnes. If you're just is- tuning in. I didn't do that. No. That's Barnes isn't that kind of player for a start. <laughs> I mean, Barnes and Gordon as your as your two in a four four two away at the Emirates. How eh? No, no, it's never going to happen in a million bloody years. I think um, uh, Gabriel and Saliba would eat them and throw them out in bubbles, wouldn't they? Oh well, I mean, yeah, Barnes and Gordon trying to physically match Saliba and Gabriel. Hmm, don't about that one. The, the thing is, I, I don't want us to go there, Billy, and park the bus and just have Arsenal coming at us for the full game. Mate, it's already parked. They've already got the parking space ready for us. It's yeah, the I only way. That, I think that's it's the only way. Yeah, I think I think it's a case of you know. But Arsenal score. Us... Arsenal score first ten minutes. What do we do then? Well, I don't think they'll stop. <laughs> I think they'll carry on. But we've got the option of hitting them on the counter attack. I, I, I don't see any way around it. Otherwise, you know, 
we're going to try and take control of the midfield. We're not going to be on the front foot. I mean, what if we do though? Do we are we going to end up seeing our little experiment? So what we end up seeing is a bit of this. Are we going to see any of this returning? Uh, maybe when we're on the ball, because it kind of ends up a bit. Like... I really think we're in football manager territory now, Alex. Uh... No, no, no. This is what we. This is what we've been doing. A little floaty. This kind of thing, uh, where Trippier oh. steps into midfield next to Miley, and Bruno floats further up. Like, and then you, you've had Longstaff hugging the touchline. We've tried this in recent weeks. This yeah. isn't me. Yeah, Eddie I know that. I this. know, but I think we get bollocked on the wings, Alex, if we try it. Well, Miggy and Barnes are just going to have to run very fast. But this is what can't. we've tried. Barnes we just can't. That quick. We just can't lose the ball here and then have Saka just kind of free. And uh, sorry, Hearns, you're going to be my Saka for now. You can't just have him. Yeah. No, I mean it is the counter's very dangerous there. Uh, Martin asks a question. Uh, do you think we could use Lascelles if he's fit for his aerial presence? I don't think the aerial presence is that important in this game. Yeah, not not defensively. They haven't got a battering ram. No, I mean, if Inketia starts, he's not exactly a battering ram, is he? I mean, he's more for pace than anything else. Yeah. Um, well, so is Jesus, to be honest. Uh, Jesus, you wouldn't say, is a battering ram. Um, and, you know, did they have any real battering rams in, 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 the, in the midfield as well? I mean, I, I'm not sure they do. If you, you, I think they're very skilled players that they have in the midfield, which is more of a worry. Um, Gary so says, until the midfield get back personnel... Uh, Dan Byrne is always isolated. Botman moves too wide now, leaving space up the middle. Mm. Well, I think I think that was... There's been areas, Alex, in the last couple of games where that has actually happened, hasn't it? Where he's been sort of turned quite easy or he's, he's been a little a yard off the pace where they've come right through the middle. I mean, there were a few good threads on Twitter on this today. Um, and it's something we've been talking about for a, lot, for, for a little while is we changed our pressing structure recently to be very much more man man to man orientated or oriented orientated whatever that word is um it, it was a lot more man for man and it's it's definitely had an impact on Dan Byrne because it leaves him susceptible to more one-on-ones you know when turnovers occur then with the the added impetus of the midfield isn't is, is isn't as athletic I can't talk tonight that wine must be very strong um the, the midfield isn't as athletic and don't then we've it. not got. Don't drink. Look what it does to Alex. I've only, I've only had a sip. And then we also don't have a sweeper keeper. So you, all of a sudden we're layering on things that hurt Dan Byrne. You know, you've changed your pressing structure to be man for man. Uh, he's got a lot more space to deal with on his own. Um, then you've not got the athletic midfielders. And then you've not got a sweeper keeper. So in Byrne's defence, that's a lot of difficult changes for him to deal with, considering the profile of player he is. So it's no wonder he's having trouble. Uh, but that's Eddie Howe's problem to solve. Um, it's not my job. <laughs> so, especially you know. if you've got someone that can do that can do all the things that he can't sitting on the bench. Yeah, I mean, Northie's making a good point here. Every time we park the bus, we concede, and I, I, you know, we do. I think that's harsh. I mean, putting PSG in that is really harsh. Well, we did concede. That, that was, they yeah, got, but, it was a cheaty penalty that we shouldn't have been. That's unfair. I think the point he's making, Alex, is, is what I said earlier on in the show. Do we have the concentration to, to park the bus for that amount of time? Because it, it, there's always something, just that little lapse of getting concentration that costs us a goal. Well, and Chelsea that, that, didn't. Chelsea did. Yeah, you're right. But 
PSG wasn't much down to concentration. Oh, PSG was a bollocks yeah. referee, simple as that. I mean, it, it I, I was, was trippier mistakes. We've done really well. There, there was that little blip where Trippier was making a, a f- making mistakes. Yeah. That that was the problem. And then you've got the penalty that shouldn't have been against PSG. So it wasn't that the lads weren't concentrating. It was just Trippier went through a bad patch where he made a few mistakes late game and there was a pen that shouldn't have been given. And then uh, the only others I can recall us really is De Bruyne and, you know, they're the treble winners. There's been a couple of Man United ch- uh, fans in the chat saying Manchester's red. M- mate, they just won the treble. B- back in your box. Man City are the best <laughs> team in the world. Like, not a chance. De Bruyne is is a magician. Um, yeah, I-, I don't know. I think that's really harsh. When you, when, you, when you break it down context, like contextually, it- it's... I mean, maybe I'm forgetting one. Some somebody in the chat remind me of a game that we've actually pro- we've properly lost through somebody lacking the concentration. You could argue Trippier's mistakes is concentration, fine, but if we exclude exclude Trippier's mistakes, exclude the Mbappe penalty nonsense, mm. when have we actually lost focus and and dropped a game really really late? I, I can't think of one off the top of my head. A Liverpool away last season potentially, but is that down to lack of concentration? I'm not sure. Yeah, Liverpool on the counter-attack when we were a man up. I mean, you know what? Whenever you look at goals, right, you could say is concentration a major factor in any goal? You know, you look to set pieces, who lost the man, who should have been marking, who switched off. You know, it, it, you could you could say all that as well about a lack of concentration where you just switch off for that brief second and they've got the, the opposition have the jump on you. And I think when you're playing as quality opposition as Arsenal... We can't afford to do that because if we switch off for even half a second, they will punish you. And and we've seen that in recent games with Arsenal in the Premier League. You know, that they, they've just been so dominant. And that's why I worry that we just go there and we sit and park the bus because I don't think we can park the bus for that long. And I think it'd be very, very difficult. Well, this game scares me. So this was the recent game against yeah. West Ham. So yeah. You just said that West Ham turned them over. No, no, no. Arsenal turned West Ham over. We should be scared. They scored. They put five past Burnley. They put six past West Ham. Um, they're and scoring they a lot. Of fixture, though, didn't West Ham win at the Emirates? Well, yeah, but they've got. Yeah, the but we're talking about recent form. Yeah, they are on fire. Yeah. Well, explain. It wasn't that long ago when they played the worst fixture, was it? But since then, they've not, well, I don't think they've lost a game, have they? They scored about twenty million goals. Is, I think yeah, the that, classic cliche there, Billy, is they've got to kick up the arse. Yeah, yeah. Look, look at that. West West Ham are not a badly put together side. That domination there is absurd. Seventy percent possession, an xG of three point five nine, twenty five shots, twelve on targets. It, that's madness. Like we 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 can't be. We need to get a grip of the game. We can't we can't let that happen. Well, just to cheer you up, guys, uh, as I like coffee is just put in the chat. Uh, referee for the game is Mr. Paul Tierney. <laughs> <laughs> So we're already up the spout with the when it comes to the refereeing. They'll um, be pissed off with us for Dan Ashworth winning, not going, not going. Oh well, yeah. I mean, look, I, I, I mean, that's just that's just adding to my worries about the game. To be honest, um, with, with with someone like Paul Tini in charge, um, it just uh, Lawrence says West Ham haven't won a game uh, since they won at the Emirates. So, it kind of a <laughs> it was a very bad omen for West Ham. Uh, so. Um, Ronald says, can we trust the Bravka park in the bus? He says, I didn't mm-hmm. think so myself. Yes, this is the kind of game that Dubravka's great at. He's great at, you know, 
This yeah. is what he thrives in. It's when you ask him to do Nick Pope things that he can't do it. Yeah. This yeah, is the, the kind defense, of stuff that he's great at. With the defence deeper, no, no space in between him and the defence. He's fantastic at it. Yeah. Communication has to be better from set pieces, etc. I mean, we, you know, I mean, that mix up with Botman the other day was just horrendous. Uh, it was a complete lack of uh, lack of communication. Um, Jabba Dabba Doo, thanks for your super chat. Uh, I think we will win 4 2 at Arsenal. I think you are smoking something very, very strong this evening. Uh, look, uh, DK35, thank you very much for your super chat. Uh, if the 3 4, sorry, if the 3 2 4 1 is the future with a fully fit squad, who would we start? Uh, and signings in what positions? I'm not sure if that's the future. I think this is something we... I think this is to avoid getting the rolling over. Yeah, it's, I think it's just a new thing we've just tried. Because we we, we went to a two-man midfield in pre-season when Tonali was available. We, we tried Bruno and Tonali. We tried different things. But it was a very different shape on and off the ball. Um, I think this has just been tried to, to try and plug holes, basically. Yeah. I don't think this I, is a permanent thing. Yeah. I mean, looking to the press conference, Billy, I mean, what are you looking for Eddie Howe to say tomorrow? What 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 do you think should be asked to Eddie and, and, and what should he answer? Well, he's got to be asked about the defense. I think I think we've conceded too many goals. What what can he kind of do to, to shore them up? That's the first thing for me. Um mm -hmm. and what he's not gonna obviously give any any trade secrets away, but we need to know about the injuries. We need to know how far Willock's away, how far Anderson's away. How far Pope's away, how far Isaac's away. And then we can kind of go into the game knowing a little bit what might be happening, what's about to happen. So they're the questions I'd be asking. Yeah. And, and Lewis Hall. Let's, let, let's have uh, something about yeah. Lewis Hall as well. N nothing ever gets mentioned about Lewis Hall, does it? He gets away with it every time. Is there any particular question you would ask if you were in there, Alex, tomorrow morning? Um. I mean, I think they're going to try. I think he's to the the questions Billy's just mentioned. I mean, he 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 always just pies them off. He would just say, "So and so is the only one close. Mm -hmm. We don't have a, a return date for this, this, and this player." So he he will normally shut them down. I think the Lewis Hall one is is fair. Um, in terms of something else, I don't I don't really think there's much point. I don't know what else there is to. This is one of the games where there, where there are fewer questions you can ask. Um, I'd maybe, I'd maybe ask about Anderson specifically, because um, he's obviously in and around training. Maybe Willock and Anderson are probably important questions. How they're going to be introduced back into the squad, um, and then maybe some questions on on your your Harrisons and and, and Hearns and, and stuff like that. Because obviously, Alfie Harrison scored for the under 18s against Man City under 18s, um, and it was a decent goal as well. So. Well, a few I, questions I, about that. I also hope that if he's asked anything about Ashworth, he just bats that away and says nothing about Ashworth because I don't want the press conference taking over. Yeah, it's about the football. football. Yeah, of course it um, is. And I, uh, I honestly think he needs he needs questions about Dan Byrne. Uh, mm. I, I like Dan Byrne and I, I like the whole squad and, and I, I love the manager, but you've basically got clips circulating online of the same goal being scored against us, against Byrne. He needs to be challenged a bit more on that. Whether it's fair or not, it's irrelevant. It's, you know, that's what journalists are there to do is is poke it and see what you can get out of it. Mm. And that needs prodding because we, we've conceded the same goal against many different teams. A lot, most of them in the bottom end of the Premier League, which is frustrating. Um, 
you know, a bit a bit of pace and a bit of quality and we're undone with one or two passes, balls over the top, burn gets isolated. When that you've got other players that can play that position, why is Burn still there? You're not you you, ch- you keep changing shape. Have you not thought about a personnel change? Why are you sticking with Burn? You know, it's a horrible question and it's probably going to get backlash whichever journalist asks it. So maybe that's why they're not sure about asking it. But you phrase that in the right way. It needs to be asked. It really does. Yeah. Uh, James has a quick question. Would Lewis Hall go towards FFP as he's under 21? Yes. I saw that post. I know exactly what you read today. Uh, Yeah, he would. Well, there you go. Uh, right, uh, we'll give our predicted lineups now, guys. Uh, <laughs> this should be interesting. Uh, Alex, we'll start with you this time. Uh, what's your predicted lineup? What what is? Well, you know what? Don't don't give a, a lineup that you give the lineup you want to see, not what we think Eddie will go for because you never tell it. But what would you want to see? What is your predicted lineup? That's what Eddie will play. <laughs> what what do uh, I want? I'm not sure. Um, I'm 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 really I'm really not sure. I'd love to see Eddie do something, but I'm not sure he does with the formation. We, we will see. What would I like to see? I would like to see. Mm-hmm. I would probably go for. Well, there's not really anybody else available, so <laughs> I mean that there's there's nothing else you can do. But that's that's mine. That's my lineup. Yeah, that's so, mine as well. Yeah, Livermento. Livermento and Murphy are the main changes yeah. uh, with Gordon going up top. And then if Isak's fit, I'm not even sure you start him, to be fair. Um, See, I, I don't think in that formation, I don't think I'd have a problem, Anthony Gordon, starting there. Um, I and, think and I'd probably, if, if Isak ends up starting, maybe that. Yeah. With then uh, Murphy or Miggy to come on. Well, it gives us a bit of pace on the break, that doesn't it? If we've got Gordon and Barnes on either side, it gives us an option on the counter attack. But. Uh, Again, it's it's for me. It's a risk playing Isak from the start, but you know, and then as well, your your wide plays. You can basically empty the gas tanks of Gordon and Barnes, and then you bring on Murphy and Miggy second half. So yeah. you can tell them to just play an hour of absolutely just empty the entire gas tank, press, 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 press. Just be yeah, savage. You can't, you can't start because Isak can't play ninety minutes, can he? Well, I mean, if you're going to use logic, then that's just not fair, but. Yeah, I mean you're right there. Logic is a twat. Two of two of the three can do that then. Two of these can empty the gas tank, but yeah, fair enough. I mean, there's nobody else can come on for well you know, Matt Richard go on up front, can't um, he? Unless unless obviously Willock starts to come into this conversation. Yeah, well, is yeah, Willock fit enough yeah. for 20, yeah. 30 minutes? Then you might end up seeing substitutions. You you could potentially do something like, you know, that. In the second half, really late, mm. and you can make that you can make them run for 65 minutes. And yeah, then I mean, you know, 65 70 minutes, it could be three nil up at the time, and then we just go that park the bus yeah. game one. See you later. It's not, it's not perfect, but it's not about being perfect, it's about athleticism, Absolutely energy, counter attacks. At this point, the tactics kind of go out the window to a point. It's oh. it's back to basics, it's when it's when you 1v1s, it's make sure you're covering your teammates and they're out of position. It's it's make sure the press instructor. Well, I guess that is all tactics. Fine. Um, yeah, I, I'd go with that. It's I not very often that all three of us are agreed on the team lineup, but there you go. Uh, right, well, get I have your to go craft as well. I am sorry. Yeah, craft would might be on the bench. Craft, yeah, um, Arius, obviously. 
Uh, guys, uh, get your score predictions into the chat now. Uh, let's see what you guys think the score will be on a Saturday evening. And uh, we will start with Billy Bob this week. Uh, what's your score prediction, Bill? Um, head, head and heart thing again. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, um, it's one of them. <laughs> um, realistically, I can't see us winning the game. Um, the most we can achieve really is, is a draw, but I don't think we'll even do that. I think we'll get beat 2-0. Okay. Alex? I'm going to go with a 3-0 loss. I'm going to go with a 3-0 loss. I'm going to go with head instead of heart. I just He's going to have to play an absolute blinder, perfect tactical plan. Everybody's going to have to execute that perfectly. Although, again, we did it against Villa and it worked. But how often is that going to happen? I, I don't know. I'm just going to go with a 3-0 Arsenal. Yeah, I've gone with a 3-0 Arsenal as well, to be honest. Uh However, that's not to say that we don't want the lads to win. Of course we do. And uh, if we win, it'll be absolutely fantastic. Um, I think, uh, you know, you, you've got to be sensible in these situations. We're not playing great football at the minute, but a little bit of a tinker to the formation, things like that. You just never know what might happen. Arsenal, if we get into them and we ruffle them up a bit, we know that they don't like that. It could be a very different story. So, uh, you know, let's prepare for the worst. And hope for the best, as uh, Looney Tune puts in there in the chat. I think that's the best thing we can do: is just be prepared for the worst, and then hope that come eight o'clock kickoff on uh, Saturday, uh, the lads put on a hell of a performance and we come away with a result. That's the big thing. Uh, now, don't forget, I'm live tomorrow, eleven o'clock in the morning, with the press conference reaction. Uh, we are back live again tomorrow night at seven o'clock with Face the Lads, our fan forum. So get yourself on, have your say on everything Newcastle United. We haven't been had a fan face the lads for a couple of weeks now. So there's plenty to discuss tomorrow night. And then 7.30 Saturday evening, uh, me and Billy will bring you match day live, uh, live commentary from the Emirates. Uh, we go on uh, from 7.30 with an 8 o'clock kickoff. And uh, obviously we'll get some half-time and full-time analysis from Stato as well. So plenty, plenty, plenty coming up. And of course, we'll have the review on Sunday evening. Uh, then the match preview for the Blackburn game is Monday. Then we'll have match day live again on Tuesday night for the FA Cup at Ewood Park. So loads of stuff coming up. So get yourself subscribed, guys. It is free to do so. Don't forget to hit the notification bell to let you know when we schedule these shows in or we upload any videos. Uh, thank you very much for all your super chats and new memberships, etc. Thank you to the mods, to Billy and Alex, and thank you to you guys out there uh, for joining us on this Friday, uh, on this Thursday evening. And we will see you all again tomorrow night. In the meantime, good night. Away the lads and lasses.